The My Hyperhidrosis Story audio project is brought to you by the International Hyperhidrosis Society and made possible through the generous donations from the makers of Certain Dry Antiperspirant. Hi, I'm Lisa Pieretti, and welcome to the My Hyperhidrosis Story, where we share uncensored, unscripted, personal accounts of what it's like to live with hyperhidrosis, which is excessive sweating. With hyperhidrosis affecting nearly 5% of the global population, we know that there are a lot of people out there who can relate to what you're about to hear. But we also know that the medical condition of extreme, uncontrollable sweating remains misunderstood, underdiagnosed, undertreated, and generally underserved. So we'd love it if you'd share this program with your tribe far and wide. Let's tell more hyperhidrosis stories and get this condition out in the open. Like what you're learning? Find out more about the International Hyperhidrosis Society and about hyperhidrosis at www.sweathelp.org. We're the only global nonprofit focused entirely on excessive sweating and all the things that swirl around it, like mental health concerns, economic challenges, limited access to treatments, misunderstanding in the medical field, and so much more. We're sure some of these issues will come up from our guest storytellers today. My name is Ellie Dykowski. I'm 22 years old, and I have suffered with hyperhidrosis for the last 12 years. I'm Ellie's husband, David, and I am participating in the International Hyperhidrosis Society's audio project because my wife, Ellie, has hyperhidrosis, and I want her to use this as a platform to help others with the same disease. We are both from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. When I was in fourth or fifth grade, I realized that something wasn't right. I was always sweating on, under my arms uh, more than the normal kid, but I didn't pay much attention to it until I got into middle school and it continued. It actually even got worse and spread to other parts of my body. Ever since, it's, it's really just gotten worse and my mom always thought that I would grow out of it. Everybody thought I would grow out of it, but it just continues to get worse. Just sitting on the couch, I, I'm sweating, sweating everywhere, my hands, my feet. I think a lot of people view hyperhidrosis as just sweating and that it's really not a big deal, but it's a huge deal. There are days I don't even want to leave my house because I'm so uncomfortable. It's, it's definitely changed my personality a lot. I love being with people. I love public speaking, but sometimes it gets the best of me and I just want to be alone because I don't want anybody to see me sweating. I know you have had an interest in a teaching career and some other careers, and you actually even have had opportunities to take certain jobs where you'd look and you'd say, well, there's a certain dress code slash uniform that you have to abide by, but it doesn't really work for your sweating. I've always been told that I would make a really good teacher. I currently work at a bank and my coworkers always ask me, why didn't you become a teacher? You'd be such a good teacher. And I always tell them, I don't think I could, like I sweat too much, like there's no way I'd be able to do it. Kids can be harsh. If 
people call us to make plans to go somewhere. It's really hard to be spontaneous because I have to plan what I'm going to wear if I have to shower. I think we've even experienced leaving events early or friends, parties and stuff just because you're so, you know, you're drenched with sweat and you you don't want to change in front of, you know, you don't want to change clothes because people might notice that. You don't want to, and you don't want them to notice your sweat. So it's like, well, we're going to go home. And, you know, they wonder why. Yeah. But in it's almost too bad that we can't just say, oh, I have, I'm sweating so bad, I can't leave. we have to leave. Or yeah. kind of plays with your mind, too. Your mind will travel and it'll make you think, well, what are they thinking of me? Why are they thinking that we're leaving, you know? I really struggle with what I'm going to wear. I wear a lot of cardigans. I have to wear certain colors at work, and I only ever wear black at work. I prefer the summer, honestly, because at least when I'm sweating, I can play it off that I'm just hot, really just as an excuse. But in, I really struggle in the cold temperatures. It even went as far as when we got married in September and I started looking for wedding dresses. There were only certain dresses that I was going to be able to pick from that wouldn't show my sweat. So that was that was something I never really thought about while dealing with hyperhidrosis, that even on the biggest day of our life, that hyperhidrosis was going to play into that. I've always wanted to tell people my story because it's something that's really changed my life. I was just browsing on the internet one day and I happened to stumble across the International Hyperhidrosis Society. I've, I've really kept up with their newsletter and I'm always excited to read it. it. It's given me hope that there are other people with the same or similar problems that I face. I'm so happy to be here recording this because I've always wanted to be involved with the society because it's something that I truly care about. I know that not only you, but I have also put your hyperhidrosis on the back burner, sort of, maybe discuss how this hyperhidrosis society and this opportunity to come to DC and tell your story has brought new light and hope. I, I was actually always really scared to tell my story. I've told my close family and I've told my coworkers about how I suffer from hyperhidrosis, but getting the chance to really tell the world, I decided to just post on Facebook and post on Instagram that I have this disorder and that I'm not afraid to tell people anymore. Uh, I've had a lot of people coming to me um, from all over the world, Africa, Italy, the UK, asking me questions, telling me that they thought they were all alone. I'm so glad that I did share my story really with the world because I think it's actually helped a lot of other people and it's, it's really brought peace to me. I've been working at a bank for about a year and a half and a couple months into working at the bank, I decided that I wanted to tell my coworkers that I suffer with hyperhidrosis. There's five of us that work there and we're all super, super close. We, we hang out after work. We're of all different ages, of all different lives. But I decided to tell them and I'm really glad that I did because now if I go on lunch and come back in a completely different outfit, nobody questions me. 
they know that it's probably because I'm sweating too much. But it's just really great to have people who understand and maybe not even necessarily relate at all, but just understand what you go through on a daily basis. Some people just want to know that they're not alone. And that's exactly how I felt growing up that I I didn't know if I was alone in this or not. I didn't know if I was the only one who would sweat uncontrollably. People want to feel united. And I think that the International Hyperhidrosis Society does a great job of making everyone feel like they're not alone. I think we both felt like you had a rare thing and you're the only one. Mm -hmm. And that, that can get you down on yourself too. But now you have other people to talk to. They know that other people have it because they probably have the f- same feelings. And it's just another reason why, why it's a good thing to bring awareness to the disorder. I haven't found what I want to be when I grow up, but maybe hyperhidrosis chose me to help others. My name is Ellie Dykowski, and this is my hyperhidrosis haiku. Hyperhidrosis. I wish you would go away. I'm tired of you. Thank you, Ellie and David, for sharing your hyperhidrosis story. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us. Stories like Ellie's help us to understand one another better, to understand the impacts of the condition, and to move the needle forward when it comes to hyperhidrosis diagnosis, treatment, and holistic care. What's your hyperhidrosis story? Who have you told it to? We hope you can share something about hyperhidrosis with someone in your life today. Keep it simple. Share this program or like it or rate it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Help more people find us and find out more about diagnosis, treatment, and support available for those living with excessive sweating at sweathelp.org, the website of the International Hyperhidrosis Society. The International Hyperhidrosis Society is the only registered charity focused entirely on hyperhidrosis. Visit sweathelp.org donate to continue supporting programs that teach, empower, and serve. Stay tuned for our second My Hyperhidrosis Story. Talk to you then. And thank you again to the makers of Certain Dry Antiperspirant for helping to make this program possible. Mm-hmm.